so I've just finished work and one thing I always think about is entrepreneurship and what it takes to be an entrepreneur so what I decided is to sit down and talk with someone who has actually decided to take this plunge and to go into business for themselves and here's one of those conversations with me joining from Dubai KB hey KB hey Rache it's a thank you for having me here today no thank you for joining us here and I just finished work so KB tell us a little bit about yourself um well I was just a, a typical Londoner in all honesty mm-hmm. uh, raised from a council estate went through your typical finding a job experience for later ventures to look appealing in the corporate world, uh, mm-hmm. scrape through GCSEs. I really scraped through that, then once, um, <laughs> scrape through A-levels. In fact, I say scrape, but actually had to proceed to university by going through clearing. Yeah. For those that mm-hmm. aren't familiar with clearing, it's just the, the runt of the litter. You know, those that ain't got the qualification. <laughs> I believe so. I, I, in my opinion, yeah. I, I think, you know, I'm not trying to dismiss or, or discredit anyone who went through clearing, but, mm-hmm. well, actually, I just speak from my experience. From my experience, I was an individual who didn't attain the grades that I wanted to, that was required to, to get through mm-hmm. um, the university, which I can't even remember uh, what I was trying to, what university I was trying to attain. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, clearing is a concept designed where universities see us as money this individual's worth nine grand this individual's mm-hmm. worth nine grand we have spaces in our class let's just fill it they mm-hmm. probably won't pass the first year but we'll make money off them that's how i perceive clearing um from a industrial and mm-hmm. um you know from a financial sector and i went through clearing and just like my uh, history and education I, you know, I barely got good, I barely got average grades at university. And, um, you know, I, the nine to five life was never for me. Uh, my CV states so. There's more jobs that I can't insert on my CV due to, you know, <laughs> terrible ways of departure. Um, <laughs> Let's just, oh, let's, really? <laughs> let's just put it like that. <laughs> Terrible ways of departure and dismissals um, rather than, you know, good ones. And that's, that's, mm-hmm. not, that's, that's not because I'm not any troublemaker or anything. It just mm-hmm. doesn't resonate with me working for another person doing tedious stuff. Um. Okay. And that's where I was fortunate enough. When when you hit rock bottom and, and you know, you're lost and confused, I turned to prayer. And mm-hmm. uh, I was very fortunate to come across trading. And mm-hmm. I came across trading before it was, you know, this social media savvy where it's, everyone's now a trader. I, I got into the game around about 2016, 2017. And mm-hmm. 
trading saved my life. Um, I'm doing this podcast with you from Dubai. Mm-hmm. A month ago, I was just in Barcelona. And um, work remotely and you make money whilst you sleep. And the difference between this and a 9 to 5 is you let your money work for you. Mm-hmm. So that's a little introductory to, to how I've got here where I am right now. Okay, cool. So just going, having you say you started back in 2016, 2017, that's actually not that long ago when you think about it. How old were you back then? Um, let me do the math. How old am I right now? That's for maybe around about 23, 24. Mm-hmm. So how did you fall into it? I know you said that you played a bit. Um, what what got you into trading? Well, it, firstly, I mean, it's, it's funny you say it's, it doesn't seem long ago. This is the beautiful thing about growth. Mm-hmm. When you grow, times go so quick. But when you look yeah. back on it, it seems ages ago because your character has developed a lot. And um, it, it, does, it does feel, <laughs> even though it was, what, four years ago, three, four years mm-hmm. ago, it's so much has happened. And like I said, uh, I'd hit rock bottom, nine to five life wasn't for me, and I just decided different ventures, di- different business ventures, even again, this was before the podcast game, and me and a friend of mine, a very, you know, one of, one of my greatest friends, we were discussing about getting a, doing a podcast, and uh, we were discussing what guests to get on, and there's a good old friend of mine, he was a type Again, his stories his stories is as amazing as any other. He started on the street, and now he's in the corporate world. Um, mm-hmm. And he was heavily involved in the streets, and he managed to get out. So I approached him in terms of being on our podcast and being a source of inspiration, something similar to, to what you're accomplishing right now. And uh, he introduced me to something called Steemit. And Steam, it was a platform where it was a social media platform, but it was a decentralized social media platform. In other words, you could get paid for the content. So if you get one, two, ten likes, you could get paid. Um, If you retweet or like someone else, you get paid. But how you was paid was a cryptocurrency. And this Steam, it, it was a wealth of knowledge. There was just nothing but knowledge of tech on there. And it was very quickly... From there, um, I come across various traders. Mm-hmm. There was this one particular trader, and I was following him, and he had a decent success rate, and he, he suggested there was this one coin that he liked, and he felt like he was going to do it was going to do uh, quite a bit quite nicely. So I was like, okay, you know, I, my birthday had gone past, I saved up some money. I had around about 700 pounds to my name. And I thought, you know what, sack it. Let me just put it into the stock. This guy thinks this cryptocurrency coin is going to go boom. Let's see what happens. And it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Like I put it in a, let's let's say, I put it in this, there's various coins. He, he said five coins. But the one coin that I put it in, I just had a feeling like it was no, uh, you know, no data to support this feeling. It was just the in internal feeling which um can't be measured whatsoever you know it could be a fluke it could be chance or it could be meant to be and i put in this coin for 
a week and it didn't really move and I saw one of the other two free coins going up a little bit so then I put it back into to different coins and I was working at Amazon at the time and I was mm -hmm. told I was one of the delivery drivers and there was an individual who I had to train and I hated training because it led it led me having to do the job correctly rather than dash the parcels at the door or in the bush or oh my goodness I was one of them ones I was definitely one of them ones <laughs> <laughs> so um I came across is what a 50 year old middle-aged man and this is mm -hmm. before the cryptocurrency boom people didn't even know about bitcoin on a mainstream level you know everyone's heard of bitcoin now and have, has their bias about it Nobody knew about cryptocurrency back then, let alone the smaller cryptocurrencies, what you call altcoins, alternative coins. And he mentioned that he had investment in the the coin that I just literally taken my funds out of. And I was mesmerized. I was like, wait, how can this guy on all days come into my car? I had to train. It's a coincidence that we, you know, it's designed how we came together and he knows yeah. about cryptocurrency. So I returned home and I put the £700 back into the original stock that I placed it in. When I tell you, in a matter of two, three days, my £700 was now worth $33,000. Wow. $33,000. And I still remember the day where I parked up the van full of parcels, left the van there put the keys inside the exhaust pipe got a cab home and called my boss saying here's the van keys in the exhaust pipe i'm done wait you left the van on the road with the parcels yes i left it all there i left oh it all there oh my god i was done in my head i was about to become a, 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 a <laughs> i was about to i mean I mean, just to say, like, uh, just to go out with a bang, you could have delivered them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, there was too many parcels. There was far too many parcels. <laughs> and my manager was an arsehole. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that. So I thought, you know what? He's been treating me like shit. So here you go. Do do some work. For you, you know, you for once, do for some work. It was, it was you know, it wasn't That's the greatest move. Exactly. Oh, my God. And what was amazing, this stock was projected to hit $1, which would have led me with $100,000 just from £700. And I'm thinking, that's it. I'm amazing. I know what I'm going to do. And it's fascinating because I see, you know, I see that a lot of traders under my umbrella right now go through the same psychological chapters as I did. You know, once you get one or two, three great trades, you think invincible. You think you're Thanos. You think you're amazing. You think you've yeah. got it all patterned. And then comes the humbling. That 33 grand drastically reduced by the next month or two to three grand. And... Okay. It was at that point where I had to say to myself, right, you could do one or two things here. You can cash out that 3K mm -hmm. and you could just say, you know what, turn 700 pounds into 3K. I don't know what I'm doing. Let's just call it quits and remain, you know, find another job. Mm -hmm. Or 
I could invest in that 3k in education and actually know what I'm doing rather than relying on other people and re- mm-hmm. rather than gambling because my knowledge was thin mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I did I invested 3k in myself and I invested 3k in invaluable knowledge of how to trade um, mm-hmm. and what requirements are to be a successful trader and from then onwards my life is by God's grace just been a continuous uptrend blessings upon blessings and you know I hopefully hopefully um not too far from the future not be rich but be wealthy that's mm-hmm. the that's the end game um so that's how the long version how I came across trading Mm-hmm. So during that time then, because I know you, you mentioned like a few people in that story, did you have a mentor? No, I didn't. I didn't. There was this one guy, like I said, from the um, decentralized social media mm-hmm. uh, called mm-hmm. Steaming. He was the one I was following, but, you know, he didn't identify the large drop. And when I look back on hindsight, he wasn't a great trader at all. He, he just had a great run, a great spell. Um, and it was yeah. with coins that were all because in that period everything was going pap 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 everything was going doing hundred percent thousand percent everything was doing it so it was it was largely inevitable. Fortunately for myself, I actually got in one of the biggest returns. Not that I capitalized mm-hmm. from it, but I had the experience of what it felt like at that time. Seven hundred pounds to thirty three grand in a matter of a few days, um, but I wasn't worth it. You know, in, in life. You get what you deserve. You mm-hmm. put in the work, you get what you deserve. I wasn't worth the 33 grand. And I told myself, I deserve, I was fortunate enough to, to, to check myself at three grand, 3K and, and invest in myself. But I told mm-hmm. myself, I promised myself, I will once more make $33,000. But the difference will be, I will be worth it because I did it on my own back. But no mentors, um... No mentors whatsoever. It was, and this is why I got a great spiritual belief because I feel like God puts things in my path consistently, a lot of mm-hmm. blessings and a lot of doors for me to open. Whether I choose to go through or not is down to me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's next next scene. It's already laid out for me. It feels sometimes in my life. But one thing I think is important, and this you know, this doesn't just account for trading. I think it it counts for everything. For, you, for an individual to be successful in any venture is you have to go through a cave moment. That's what I call it, the cave moment. And uh, for me, at that point where I told myself, right, 3K is going into investments in terms of knowledge, I went through a cave moment where it might have been four, five months where I didn't go out, I wasn't mm-hmm. talking to any women, I was rejecting any motives mm-hmm. i was in my in in my room literally you isolated yourself that's it i isolated myself from the world i didn't know what was going on i lived mm-hmm. breathe um trading and how to learn up trading eat sleep trading all the time sleeping pattern was all over the place but i was studying 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 the only time was that for four or five months four or five months and it was intense but it was beautiful it was absolutely beautiful my regret is i wish i did it longer because i always try to imitate that intimacy on that cave 
but I've never really got it um, as much as, as as it was intimate at the start. But the cave, when you're in the cave and all you're thinking about is what's in front of you and your hustle, mm-hmm. it's almost like a, a car. The cave is almost like, you know, you, you have your car in the garage and then when it comes out the garage, what you put in the cave determines how far the car will go. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. I came out of the cave after four or five months uh, looking scruffy as hell. I'm pretty sure I smelled and everything. <laughs> and, um, Didn't this cave I, have a shower? Like <laughs> <laughs> It did. It did. But unfortunately, I couldn't bring my laptop in the shower. So, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so yeah, okay, sure so if you went to the cave, do you think... Do you think this is something that's necessary? Because when you think about a good trader and the qualities that make a good trader, you said that you were like four or five months just completely immersed yourself studying. Would you say that this is absolutely what's needed in order for a trader to become great? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think the hardest part of trading, well, not the hardest part. I don't think trading is hard. I'm going to tell you right now, trading just requires dedication and commitment. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm and discipline if you have them free trading's easy for you You don't need maths or anything but the the most committed part of trading i believe is the start that the start will feel like the longest process it will start it'll feel very overwhelming think about when you're driving a manual car when you go through your first lesson you're kind of very overwhelmed i've got to figure out i've got to concentrate on the pedal the gas the clutch the steering wheel uh, my mirrors this you know the gear stick mm-hmm. there is, and also the instructor on my left hand side, as well as the cars in front of me. There is mm-hmm. so much to do when you first drive driving a lesson. You feel overwhelmed and you think, I'm not going to get this. And then lessons ahead, four, five, six, seven, you know, maybe for some people, 20, 30 lessons, you, you feel immersed, as you said. It comes naturally. Trading's mm-hmm. no different. Like, it's very overwhelming at the start. But when you know the basics and when you've got the right resources and when you know where to look, which can be overwhelming and difficult within itself, it's all good. You got it. You absolutely got it. You how you now have the intel of how to be a trader. But it's not as simple as that. It never is. Because then you have to have the commitment to continuously grow. The trader is always learning new things, I believe, and always got things to, to sharpen. And you also have a psychological discipline. Um, I always tell tell always tell my uh, students, as if you can call them that, is you know eighty percent of the content I'll throw at you, whether it be the YouTube page or our live streams that we do, mm-hmm. you it will make you better than most most traders. Sorry, the, the content I provide to my students it will make you better than eighty percent of the traders out there, second to none, and it's very easy content. What will separate you from being a successful and a failed trader, however, is your psychological discipline. It's your psychological discipline. And I'm sure individuals um, who've played FIFA, for instance. Um, now, there's people who play FIFA online, they've lost one or two matches, and then they'll rage and they'll lose their heads and they'll continue playing another four or five matches, and they've lost all of them. Mm-hmm. They've lost all of them. Trading's not too dissimilar to like that. You might have the right analysis, but you may have been stopped out, meaning you may have lost a bit of money and your trade Mm -hmm. is closed. Mm -hmm. Can you then 
not enter a trade? Do you have the capacity to sit back, accept the defeat, and be like, you know what, I'll go again tomorrow. I'm not going to go mm-hmm. enter. There are traders out there that will be like, you know what, I lost a bit of money. The trade didn't go my way. Let me jump in again. Let me jump in again. Let me, let, okay, I lost again. Let me jump in again. No, you need to have psychological discipline in the sense of knowing when to be aggressive and knowing when mm-hmm. to be patient. But mm-hmm. uh, going back to your, to your original question, the foundation is the most important thing about a trader because that's how you know um, the fundamentals of trading. And like I said, trading is very simple. It's not as much maths as people think it is. Um, it's just identifying patterns uh, from a technical perspective. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. but even still, I mean, okay, so, so for someone like you, it's very simple because I'm one of those who would see trading as very complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is true what you're saying about the dedication and the commitment. Uh, with a lot of things, you would need those to be able to stick with it and not give up. But trading is also about risk as well. So when it comes to you, what was the riskiest trading decision you would say you've ever made? And what happened? The riskiest trading decision that I've ever made and what happened? I'm not sure if I can answer that directly, but what I will say is if you feel like you're going into a trade and you think this is too risky, you shouldn't be mm-hmm. in a trade in the first place. I can go oh. sleep. I can go sleep nowadays where I can enter a 20 grand trade and it'll be a case of, I know what I've done. Like the analysis that I've inserted is the best analysis that I have. I'm confident in this analysis. I have a stop loss. So when you enter a 20 grand trade, if it doesn't go your way, you're not going to lose all of it. You have something that calls that's, that's called a stop loss. And what a stop loss is, is basically if it drops, let's say I, I do a 20 grand trade and I'm, betting that price goes up let's say price goes down inevitably i'm gonna lose lose money for it so what that basically means is i insert a stop loss um so it ensures me i don't lose all my capital and again a stop loss is uh, tactically applied at a particular price but so i say that to tell you this you have precautions for you to ensure it's not risky and it's not Mm-hmm. or the riskiest or for you to feel a type of way they say the best traders don't feel a type of way when they win money and they say the best traders don't feel a type of way when they lose money and i like to think i'm getting to that stage so again i don't gamble there's two types of traders there's those that gamble who you know jumping into trades no stop losses no real analysis and using hope <laughs> Hope is not a strategy. Hope is not a strategy in, <laughs> in trading. And yeah. for me, it's not even a strategy in life. You know, you need mm-hmm. to have a plan. You need to have a direction. Mm-hmm. You need to have execution. So if you're, not, if you're a trader guy using hope for a strategy, my friend, you're gambling. How I like mm-hmm. to see myself and successful traders are more like weather forecasts. Now, someone's going to tell you tomorrow it's going to be showers 10 to 12 and from 12 to to 8 it's going to be i don't know sunny 32 degrees these weather forecasts use various tools to identify temperature wind movement and what exactly the weather's going to be and Mm -hmm. we can argue weather forecasts are what 80 percent of the time correct 90 percent of the time correct but they're using tools and analysis to to support their theory that's mm-hmm. what we do as successful traders. We use tools, we use analysis to, to s- try to understand the market rather than 
hoping the market goes away. Because the bottom line is, the market's never wrong, we are. And going back to, to your original statement, where you said, yes, trading can be uh, overwhelming and it can be confusing and it looks looks daunting. It's really not. It's just you need someone to help you navigate and know where to look. This has come from an ind individual who has notoriously failed various classes and various jobs. Um, you know, I wouldn't, I'm definitely not academic smart. I think, you know, one month, I tell people all the time, you spent one month studying my content uh, or once a week studying um, my content for a month. You'll understand it. You'll understand it. And anybody can do it. And uh, what the, what the, what the, uh, this is how you know trading's an absolute gem. There's a, it's the film called The Big Short. I think it was on Netflix. They have beautiful commentary. So, You'll see the film, and then, you know, in between scenes, there'll be some commentary. And I believe there was one commentary where it might be Margot Robbie said it. Um, she was like, trading has a lot of technical jargon. It's purposefully mm -hmm. looks complicated, so people don't get in. I'm just an average person who came from a council estate. Remember that. Now imagine everybody from the council estate. Imagine everyone who's sick and tired of their jobs. Now imagine everyone who's fed up relying on, you know, student, not student, student finance and um, council for finances. Imagine if they attained the knowledge of trading. Imagine they attained the knowledge of the ownership of working for yourself. Wake, make, waking up to the to the tooth fairy, instead of putting a pound under your pillow, she's put a few hundred dollars, maybe thousand dollars under your pillow from the trade that you made. Mm -hmm. Trading's a powerful tool, and I think much more people need to invest in it. They just need uh, you know, someone to hold their hand in the first few stages. Mm -hmm. But very simple stuff, very simple stuff. No, it definitely makes sense. What was the name of the film, The Big Short? The Big Short, yeah. Ah, short. Ah, okay. Yeah. Cool. So, all right, when you do come across any kind of losses then, how do you deal with the frustration? Or perhaps in the beginning when you first started out with the frustration and the self-doubt that you had or that you would have, um, what's your daily that's process a, to deal with that? That's a good question. That's a great question. Um, I did mention in my last answer that, you know, a good trader cannot be too overexcited when he's made money and, and too down when he's lost money. I'm not going to lie to you. There is, I do, I do feel emotions uh, of the two. I think it's humanly natural for us to feel emotions. You know, when uh, not too long ago made twenty thousand in one day, I was happy. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to put place. But then mm -hmm. there's times where um, I've been emotionally unstable, and I'll enter. I'll look. For make money in the markets to make myself feel better which again is a big no-no and I've lost more than I should have and I feel terrible it's I think everyone needs to assess how they identify uh with loss personally mm -hmm. I'm very competitive and for me uh when I lose in anything I feel very lonely feel very very lonely so going into competitive field and trading can be hazardous my strategy now is I have to stay away from the charts. One, if I've lost, um, I'm not going to touch you. I'm not going to enter a trade again for that day. That's it, me done. 
I will possibly do something more productive. I think it's very important as an individual, you have various arenas in your life. Mm -hmm. And when I say arenas in life, I mean areas in life you want to accomplish. So if I've taken a loss, sack it. I'm leaving my phone at home. Let me go to gym and let me, you know, get bigger biceps, get bigger triceps and tackle this, Mm -hmm. tackle the, Mm -hmm. tackle the physical arena or, Maybe, I'm not sure, read a book or something. I will distract myself from trading and it'll be a distraction to remind myself that this is not be all and end all. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, yeah. I, maybe I'll start messaging back some few girls and see what they're saying after I've not messaged them <laughs> a while. You know? Maybe I'll go that direction. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a couple of girls I always resort to when I've lost trades and they're only here for me when I've lost trades. Like, so I, I, will, I will remove wow. myself from the situation. <laughs> I will literally uh-huh. remove myself and then come back in with a fresh um, state of mind. That's been my tactics mm-hmm. here. Fortunately, I can't recall the last time... Um, the last time where I felt very bad after a loss. I can't remember the last time I felt very bad. I remember when I had two, three losing trades in a row. Mm-hmm. Now, it's natural. No trade is ever going to be 100%, especially if you move move with aggression. Um, but when I hit two, three trades incorrectly, I had to step back for a week. I literally had to go for a week. I was like, you know what? I'm not understanding the market right now. Um, it's not the market, it's me. I'm not understanding it at all. There's money to be made. I've not been making money. I've been losing money. Let me step back for a week um, and then return. And then when I returned, bang, 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 bang. Like hitting hitting the hitting the wins um, consistently once more. So, and that's going to happen for every trader, whether you be amateur, whether you be experienced, whether you be seasoned. Um, everyone's going to have their form, but the trick is to have almost the safety net of when your form is not going your way. No, that's true. So you just touched on like you could be um, experienced, seasoned. Would you? What advice would you have for an experienced trader who perhaps would want to become independent or trade full time like you are doing? Uh, for an experienced trader or an amateur trader? Experienced. Um... I mean, if a trader's experienced and he's not doing this full time, I think they have to look at their their strategy in terms of aggression. Um, mm-hmm. Now, cryptocurrency has a bad name for itself. That's you know those that believe that just don't understand what's going on. There's a lot of forex traders that are experienced and seasoned, but they're still in the nine to five corporate world. I still I strongly believe the reason why I love cryptocurrency is let's say uh, let's say I'm driving from London to Birmingham. If I'm in the forex department, I'm driving there by going through the side roads. Whereas if it's through the cryptocurrency section, it's a straight up motorway. I'm getting to A to B real quick. Now, yes, you make money far more quicker in the cryptocurrency um, arena, but you can also lose it a lot more quicker as well. But Mm -hmm. if an experienced trader for me, and I may be very wrong in this, if an experienced trader is still not out of the nine to five, and he's, mm-hmm. he's, you know, unwillingly still in there. Mm-hmm. Then I think I think that trader needs to be more aggressive. 
Um, because even though you might have five experienced traders, but their strategies may be very different. Their risk management be very different. Their aggression could be very, very different. One person might be doing six, seven trades a week. One might be doing six, seven trades a month. You know, and in, in terms of capital as well, I like mm -hmm. you know, I like to I like to do a lot of capital because I like to I like to make money. Um, but I'm also mm -hmm. going to ensure that I'm not going to lose a lot of capital. So there are some traders that are very conservative in the sense of they won't use, they won't be as aggressive I am. The reason why I'm in the position I am is because I'm very aggressive when it needs to be. Um, when mm -hmm. I sense a big move is coming, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a lot of chips on the table because I know my cards are good. Mm -hmm. So throughout, you've mentioned a lot about your content and about your students, so to say. Um, so you do have the trading plan. Yes. If you could just talk a bit about what the trading plan is. Yes. So basically the trading plan is a platform on the Discord. Now, I understand there is so much nonsense on Instagram, your Twitter, all your social media about traders. And I understand a lot of people have been burnt by traders. So... I'm going to tell you now, 90%, 95% of traders don't make money. That's a guaranteed fact. 95% of them don't make money. If an individual, because I've come across this a lot of time, one one um, difficulty that, I want to say difficulty, one challenge that, that we come across, us successful traders come across when we want to mm -hmm. promote the trading platform is people think it's a scam. If an individual comes up to you and says, hey, Give me £100 and I'll turn it to 1000 and give you maybe, I don't know, 50% of that. Mm -hmm. They're a scam artist. A real trader doesn't need another person's finances to make money. Where is your finances gone if, you use, if you're asking people to use their money? Mm -hmm. For instance, I have people all the time asking me to trade on their behalf. I had one person ask me with 100000 to trade for him. And I had a friend of mine with $20 to trade for him. Both received the same answer. No. The reason being is I worked my ass off so I don't have to do things like that. I don't need the external pressure. I don't have to work for some mm -hmm. someone else or do stuff like that. I don't want to. It's just unnecessary aggro. If a trader is saying, okay, if he's approaching you saying that, then he is more, in my eyes, a scam artist. Traders shouldn't be asking you for money to trade on their behalf. They're going to lose it. I bet you money they will lose it. Now, if an individual is asking you, charging you for a service, that might be different. For instance, I've had an individual that said, give me the fast track of trading. We'll talk every day. I'll come around yours. I'll pay you £100 a month or whatever. Cool. You're paying me for my time. You're not paying me to trade on your behalf very different so that's the first thing i want to say in terms of when you come across all this instagram content and this and that i always find it fascinating all these instagram artists have, have always got this lifestyle um yeah it's all nonsense i'm telling you now it's all nonsense so what the trading pla trading platform is trading plan platform it's on the discord we have amazing traders on there we have some youngsters 17 like from New York, a few youngsters from Miami. Then we got some, some you know, mature individuals from Turkey. We got traders around the globe, and it is mm -hmm. an in-house community where we are just helping each other. 
we are just literally providing educational content from each other for each other. Um, you know, I post my trades on there transparently. I tell mm -hmm. them I'm entering a long here, or I'm buying this, or I'm going to sell this for this reason, for this reason, for this reason. And I do it way ahead of, way mm -hmm. ahead of time. So if they want to enter with me, that's on their choice. Because I'm not a financial. This isn't financial advice. This is just me giving you my opinion of what I'm going to do. So people yeah. can follow my calls that have made me successful, that have made me 20 grand in one day. Very transparent stuff. And other people do the same thing. So it's literally a beautiful trading hub um, where we all bounce off each other, support each other, and almost kind of like get to know each other uh, on another level if that's something you want to do, where we just banter each other about football or do ask what we're doing for the weekend and whatnot. We have live streams. So, you know, after this, I'll be jumping on a live stream talking about an update on the market. Um, we have that on a daily basis or so. We have fundamentals. We have an individual who will show you how to use these exchanges, how to insert trades, what it means, what is Bitcoin. We have uh, YouTube content where we educate you where to start, how to use the platforms. And this is not just in the cryptocurrency section. This is also in the Forex section. So that's what the trading plan is right now. It's a community of legitimate traders. And I can't, I can't highly um, recommend it, not just because it's mine, but because it's legitimate stuff. And it's a beautiful thing, see, beautiful thing seeing traders go from amateur to then mm -hmm. having a secondary source of income. They literally have, this few of them have now, in the space of a few months, have a good, good secondary source of income. And it's just a matter of time till they become a full-time trader, just like myself. With this Discord, I honestly think if you stay committed, disciplined, you will have a secondary source of income within three to three, three to six months as a secondary source of income. And who knows mm -hmm. what happens from a year on. So that's where we're at right now. It's all solely based on Forex, trading, uh, ICOs, um, coins that haven't come out yet that will do good, uh, will make money anyway. And uh, that's where we're at right now. Now, in the future... I do have desires to make this as a financial hub rather than just a trading hub. I'm looking at getting individuals where we can provide a section for them where they're talking about housing market, taxes, mm -hmm. what books to okay. read to become financially adept. Mm -hmm. I want, we don't get taught, whether it be school, high school, primary school, even uni perhaps, we don't get taught how to be financially dependent. Mm -hmm. The system cannot rely on us to be financially dependent. I want the trading plan to become a financial hub where, okay, I've met, came in with $100. Maybe I've turned $100 to 1000 by trading. Then I turned 1000 to, I don't know, 40000 through investing on the trading plan. Now I've got around like forty to $50,000. I, I want to go into property market perhaps. I can do that on the trading plan as well and get some information from there as well. I also need to do my taxes and know how know um, what to deem a business expense, how to save money on my taxes. I can also do that in the trading plan. Trading plan, mm -hmm. the future of it uh, is goes beyond trading. At the moment, we are at trading stage. It's very early. We're very early into our development. But in the foreseeable future, I think we've got great, great big plans. And the beauty of it is, at this moment of time, with 170 members we currently have, it's mm -hmm. all free. 
all of it's free. We're not doing, we're not charging anybody at this moment of time. All of it is free. Um, so the knowledge is there. And like I said at the start of the podcast, in life, you get what you deserve. Um, mm-hmm. And an individual hearing this, you know, goes broke, doesn't have any money for the next six to 12 months or this and that, and still struggling. And he hears this podcast and he decides not to go into a trading plan, not to check it out when there is a wealth of financial knowledge here. That's on them. Now, an individual decides to hear this podcast and join the trading plan free of charge and then makes money. That's on him too. In life, mm-hmm. you get what you deserve. And um, exactly. mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate to be in my position. Like I said, Barcelona last month, Dubai, for no, who knows for how long now. Um and I just want to give back, and the trading plan allows me to do so. Mm-hmm. No, that sounds amazing, especially the financial knowledge that you want to, that you're intending to give in the future. So that's Absolutely. on Discord. So how can they get in touch with you? You have YouTube or Instagram? Yes. So the Instagram page isn't run by me. It's run by one of the directors. I'm not big on social media at all. Um, mm-hmm. I'd rather make money than clout, but our director. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> subtle shade to everybody out there, but um... yeah, yeah, subtle a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But um, our our Instagram page is called the uh, the Trading Plan Ltd. All one word. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like these. Um, these clowns out here posting their lifestyles. You're not going to get no lifestyle content on, on our um, trading plan, Instagram, or platforms. You get educational content. So there's a lot of educational content on there, and there's a Discord link on the bio there as well where you can access um, our financial hub through there and directly message me. You know, My name's KB on the Discord uh, where mm-hmm. I can you know help you as well as the community we have. In terms of our YouTube, our YouTube, again, very young into this stage right now, you just type in the trading plan in the YouTube page and then you uh, filter it out as channels and you will see our logo there as well. Like I said, we've got live streams, weekly live streams, daily live streams, education content on there as well um, that can guide newcomers to become quite uh, intermediate level very quickly from the amateur stage. Mm-hmm. fantastic so thank you so much there you have it thank you for joining us kb no, how has it been you. for you thank you for having me amazing i'm, I'm very privileged for you to have me here uh, i'm very blessed <laughs> to, to have you here and um yeah i i, I look forward for us both both our mm-hmm. platforms to grow substantially yeah uh, and maybe we can have a second one. Oh, definitely definitely i'm holding you to that now you said that Oh yeah, you can record. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So you've been listening to me with KB on Life of an Entrepreneur. Any thoughts and comments you have on the episode, you can let me know on Instagram at I Just Finished Work and also on Twitter at IJFW Podcast. Make sure to share and to join us next time on the series where we will be speaking with another entrepreneur. Thank you. Thank you.